Hey Rockstar, welcome to another episode of Random Using. My name is Queen Rafi and this is my podcast Queen Rafi Space and for today's episode I'm going to be talking about my NYSC experience and I know somebody's like Rafi didn't you save like 19 Kidiba? Oh yes I saved in 2018 five years ago but recently my Google photos brought up some really beautiful pictures that I took during my NYSC and it just really took me back to that time and it took me back to how I really felt you know doing the whole NYSC and what that period was like for me and I realized I never ever shared it on the podcast why I don't even know why but today I'm deciding to share that Hopefully somebody who is either planning for NYSC can take one or two tips for themselves because I know a lot of people are really worried about that scheme. Some people think it should be scrapped. I don't think it should be scrapped. But if also you've passed through the NYSC scheme and um, this might just help you bring some really fun memories if it was fun for you. And if you are really skeptical about the whole thing or you don't even know if you want to do it at all, this might be the episode for you to listen to to decide that, right? I had an amazing time doing my NYSC experience. But before I go further, let me just explain what the NYSC experience is. NYSC simply translates to National Youth Service Corps. So this whole thing is is a one-year experience that every graduate of a higher tertiary institution in Nigeria that is not up to the age of 30 is supposed to go through. It is mandatory for you to go through it. If you're over 30, then you can get like an exemption letter. Even if you studied outside of Nigeria, you have to go through this. So I have always looked forward to it. And the main reason why I always look forward to it was because I was like, "Mm, this is the one year where I get to get some money because the process is that you're supposed to be put up with government organizations or maybe even private institutions and the government pays you a certain amount of stipend. The money right now is about 33,000 Naira. When I was seven, it was about 19,800. So the very first step of my NYSC experience started when I even started to fill the form. And before the NYSC scheme used to randomly post people, but then there were a lot of talks on, oh, why would you just randomly post people? What if the place is not conducive for them? Because Nigeria is a very highly polarized society when it comes to ethnic and culture and, and religion and all of that. So they allow people to pick four different places that they think they would fit into. And then NYSC will post you to any of those four places. In my time, I think the four places I chose were Kano, Quara, Delta, and Ocean. <laughs> and I just put Ocean States there because, I mean, I think I'm Yoruba, and I just assumed, do you want to give me an experience in NYSC? I school in the North, you know, and I am Yoruba. I come from Ogun State. I'm hoping that you're going to throw me somewhere, you know, down maybe Delta at least. But NYC came out, and I was posted to Ocean. I was like, what? I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy because Ocean State is where my husband is from and I have gone to Ocean State a lot. I know the place. I've gone to the place. I'm like, send me to somewhere exciting. Anyway, it was Ocean and I packed my bags, went to Ocean. When I got to Ocean, I realized the Ocean camp is really beautiful. The Ocean camp is one of the best NYSE camps in Nigeria. Honestly, I think another camp that tops Ocean camp is maybe the Ocean State camp, but Ocean camp is very neat. Toilet facilities are quite good. The, The place, all the pictures I took in camp, fire pictures everywhere is tarred the whole place is well arranged the rooms are quite spacious and big enough to accommodate everybody else and it was just i was just like okay i get it i didn't want to come to this place but the camp looks really really conducive so i'm just gonna stay here 
Well, I'm not really a big person on food, so food wasn't exactly my problem. My very first experience with camping, I will talk about my my roommates. Yes, I got put together with this amazing set of girls. I was in room, I think I was in block D, yeah. I was in block D, room 5. And the amazing set of girls that were there, I remember some people's names now, but I don't remember some, so I'm not going to call anybody's name on this podcast because I haven't asked them for their permission. <laughs> but they were really amazing girls. They, you know, they were fun. They were exciting. They were willing to you know, share their um, school experience with me. My bunkmate was really amazing. She had a lot of beautiful stories to tell me about the uni that she graduated from. I also shared my own stories with them. It was just so beautiful. I remember bonding with, you know, the girl that was next to my bunk and she was so beautiful. I would always tell her that I took her billions of pictures. I still have her pictures because she was just so beautiful and we just used to, and she was Igbo, I think. I just really enjoyed talking to her and she used to talk to me about the food and it was just really beautiful. And I think that's one thing I loved about my camping experience in Ocean State was the fact that I met people from different parts of Nigeria and I had like amazing conversations. I'm big on conversations. Conversations refuel me conversations make me feel happy so having conversations with different people from different parts of the north from different parts of the east from parts of the west was just flooring for me uh, i met people who studied like really amazing courses and having a conversation with every single one of them every time i have a conversation with somebody i, w- I will feel so energized and for me that was how i spent my own free time on camp having conversations i'll go to the mommy market and i'll have conversations with random people and would talk sometimes very deep conversations and sometimes very mundane conversations. But I really enjoyed talking to every single person that I met on camp. I don't think there's anybody I had a conversation with that I was irritated or I felt some type of way. Nah, every conversation I had, I really enjoyed it. Maybe it's because I was speaking to people I was having the conversations with. I don't know, but I just know that I enjoyed having those conversations. Another way that I made sure that I enjoyed my camp experience was to make sure that I involved myself in all the activities that I could do. So if I was not a participant, I was a spectator. I actually participated in dance drama. I participated in cultural dance. I even came third for my platoon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) I was in platoon four. I came third for my platoon. My platoon, I think at the end of the day, ended up as overall third position in all the platoons. Platoons are basically like, you know, different sec- different like groups that they group you in. When you get into camp, they group you in like, I don't even know how they do that thing. They try to put you in groups. They put you in groups. I think they used to use like the last number of your state code to give you your platoon number. So I was in platoon four and I made sure that I was involved in every single thing my platoon was going to do. And, um, so I really enjoyed my camp, camp experience by that. Making sure that every single thing, like I said, I was there. I also joined OBS. OBS is the broadcasting service on campus where they give like information about what's going on. There was this thing they used to do where you would pay money and then you would call like a family friend from camp and they would wish and they would tell the person, also so person asked us to call you and just wish you a happy birthday or whatever. I, you know, did a couple of those calls as well. But then a lot of people at the OBS were kind of hugging it into themselves. And me, I've had real-time radio experience. So not the OBS you will use station eye for me. It's not OBS that you will use to be Bugai. So I just like, hold your OBS. I'm going to go find other ways to, you know, have fun. And leaving the camp, I wasn't going to be one of those people who walk where I'm going to. A lot of people obviously wanted to be in the state capital. And the state capital of Oshun is Oshogbo. So a lot of people wanted to be in Oshogbo or at least be in Ife so that you know they won't have to you know stress or be in a typical village honestly ever before i even went for nyc at all 
my whole thing has always been god please i want to be in a typical village i want to know what the village experience is like and i've always said this in my head but i know realize because sometimes <laughs> don't be wishing for things that you don't understand the extent of what they are <laughs> that's what i'm gonna say but i've always wanted that but I, and I also did not want to teach. Oh my God, I did not want to be a teacher. But we had those amazing lectures on camp, right? And there was one time they came and talked to us about, you know, the teaching profession and all these things and just preparing our mind and telling us that over 90% of us were going to end up in a, te- in a place where we have to teach. So we should just get ready for it and stuff like that. And the way they were like making teaching seem like, you know, this amazing profession. I started to see myself saying, if he's teaching, no problem, you know? I mean, it's an opportunity for me to give back. I started thinking about all the all the youth couples that come to my own school when I was growing up and really left an impact on my life. My economics teacher was a youth couple and it really left a really good impression on my, on my mind, really made me like economics till I left my secondary school. I also had a finance teacher in my junior secondary school and I really liked him. He was so good. Wherever it is that you are, I don't, I can't remember your name anymore, but shout out to you. All of us wanted to take finance because you're such an amazing teacher. So I started to think about that and I was like, eh, if me too, I'm going to become, you know, teacher Rafi or Auntie Rafi somewhere. It won't be bad. It's not that bad. You know, so I started getting my mind prepared for that. Man, sometimes some of those lectures were just boring. I use some of those lectures to sleep. This is the truth. This is the downside of camp. Everything is so regimented. And even when you don't want to be in a particular place, my dear, you have to be there or you have to hide. And because I was not going to be hiding, I had to be there. And then the match passed. Oh, God. I I enjoyed watching people do the match pass, but I didn't enjoy doing it myself. I was terrible at it. When they said left turn, I would do right turn. When they said right turn, I would do left turn. I was terrible. And I was so happy when I wasn't picked to be in the final group of people that would be doing the match pass thingy. I was so happy. So those were like some of my downsides of camp. And finally, they posted us and I got posted too. A village. Mm. Yes. SLK in Ocean State is the village I was posted to. Mm. And I was posted to the Ocean State College of Technology. Posted to the library. I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I actually studied library and information technology in school. So, yeah, girl, it's a librarian. <laughs> I'm a librarian, you know, by profession. If I decide to go back and write all the exams that is needed. So I got posted to the library and that was really exciting for me. I was so excited to be posted to the library. I got to do cataloging, ex- catalog a lot of books. I also classified books. It was so fun. I worked with this amazing lady and she was so, so good to me. I should even call her. Talking about this podcast just made me realize I should randomly give her a call one day because she was so amazing to me. She taught me so many things. She was there for me like, hey, that kind of mentor that you need that you don't even say i need you to be my mentor but they just recognize that you need one and they feel in that space for you and she was that she would call me give me assignments i was always willing to do assignments for her the library sometimes was very boring oh god but i enjoyed the wi-fi the wi-fi was good there was free wi-fi so i enjoyed the wi-fi i used the wi-fi to download lots of movies i'm not gonna lie and because it was a typical village that was when queen rafi's face truly truly took off i had so much time on my hands doing you know service year that i was able to come up with all of those beautiful segments like monday motivation tips tuesday all of those things for the podcast mr m also used to come around during the weekends to come and visit me from lagos so uh, i used to x and come back on monday <laughs> and where i also served apart from the money that we're getting from federal government they were also paying us a certain amount of money 
and getting that money was oh god it was stressful but i always loved to get that money and i had a friend then who was an amazing friend of mine after we get that money we used to go to the restaurant in elisha elisha was a happening place SRK was a village so we would go to elisha elisha was like 300 naira away from SLK where we served. So we would go there when we get the money. We'll go there, we'll buy food. They had this amazing fish. They had this amazing, I think the restaurant in Elisha is um, Captain Cook. In case you're listening to this from Elisha, <laughs> shout out to Captain Cook. <laughs> so we used to go there and we would eat their fish. We would get their rice. We would get um, their, their goat meat. Like we just used to, every month, we used to just use this money. The money was about 6,000 something. So we used to just go there and just use it to just flex our life. Just flex our life. It was flexing time for me. And that was when I got back to leisure reading as well. And started get, getting books and reading and getting my books. Which is when I started a book discussion segment on the podcast. Because I had so much free time like I said. And um, power supply situation was not that great. So even though I have sometimes, you know, put, charged my laptop from work and all of that. Laptop would die. You have to keep yourself busy with something. And there's just so much conversation you can have as at month six i had had the most conversation i i wanted with the person that i was closest to there so i had to always turn to my books to read them maybe me as for village but i really enjoyed staying there you know and my the, the place i stayed i also stayed in the coppers lodge my fellow core members in that place were very 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 interesting set of people very interesting set of people we had the people who were fun we had the people who were we had people who were also psycho. I mean, I had this terrible fight with this girl who was supposed to we were supposed to be both working at the library. And I don't know what for what reason, but this lady just didn't like me for I don't know what the cause was. And we had a serious, serious fallout with her. It was so bad that there was a time that we got into a fight. I mean, I wasn't gonna fight her back. So, and because I wasn't giving this girl the fight that she wanted, she legit poured urine on me. It was so bad. Reported the whole situation to the, you know, to the school that we were both put under. And they gave her, like, you know, suspension and also filed it and also informed local government inspector. It was a whole lot of drama. And I'm like, for what? I have never, ever been in a place where somebody just didn't like me for no just cause. Like, at the end of the day, I was hearing from a friend that, oh, the reason why was because she felt like, you know, we were in the same department and everybody else in the department were always saying, oh, Rafi is good. Oh, Rafi did this. Rafi is da-da-da. And I'm like, <clears throat> come on. Whatever praise comes to me is good for you and I. We're both core members here. And you feel like there's anything that you don't know. I would always be here to teach you. And I would always cover for her. Interestingly, because she used to travel a lot. And I was always around because I know Gary where they go. But she would always travel and I would always tell them at work, oh, um she's not feeling fine which is what she would tell me but i knew that she traveled and she would say oh rafi i'm traveling but please just tell them at work and i'll always cover for you so for you to now start not liking me and just hating me to that degree was something i never understood and that was like the only thing i'll say was like a downside apart from that i truly enjoyed my service i took a lot of pictures a bunch of pictures believe me my service here has to be one of the years that i one of the year that i'll say i was the most happiest when I think about it, that was a truly happy time for me. I enjoyed serving in that village. Even though there were down times, like I said, most of the times that I remember from serving were really, really beautiful. I remember crying when I was leaving. I was I cried when I was leaving where I served because I was going to miss the people. I was going to miss the town. 
was going to miss the friends that I have made because if you know me, you know that I didn't keep up with anybody. <laughs> I mean, the one person I wanted to keep up with ghosted me, so it is what it is. But my service year was a truly happy year for me. If I think back to a year where you can say, Rafi, this was the year you were truly happy. You didn't think of anything. You were just 100% happy and just enjoying life. Yeah, 2018 slash 2019, my service year would be that year. I had a bunch of pictures. I had a lot of money as well, so it just really made it overwhelmingly nice for me. And I truly enjoyed it. And I hope that you enjoyed me talking to you about my NYC experience. If you haven't experienced it, I hope that when you do, it's a really beautiful moment for you. I hope you have not cancelled it so you can chop your own money. If you don't want to experience NYC, that's also okay. But I'll say, don't just rely on what you hear from people. Experience it for yourself. If you don't experience anything, please do the three weeks campaign. And one of the best ways to enjoy the three weeks campaign is to wholeheartedly be dedicated to being intentional about all the activities that you are going to get involved in. Be deliberate about being happy. Be deliberate about enjoying yourself. And you will. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for always listening to my random thoughts. And I hope that you're always as happy as you want to be. And that life gives you more beautiful days than sad ones. Thanks for listening.